The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. We're going live. We'll do it live! This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. It's Wednesday, guys. Just remember... A little midweek magic happens every Wednesday, and it happens in the form of this show. <laughs> Man, let me tell you about a good problem to have type problem that I've been having lately. I had to go online and order a whole boatload of international and regular postage stamps, um, as well as uh, I had to go to Walmart and buy like several boxes boxes of envelopes because suddenly everybody wants stickers everybody wants stickers guys look at all these look at these everybody wants these things they're going off the they're going off the shelves like hotcakes <laughs> you know not when i first started offering stickers to get people to sign up for the email list not that much interest right there's some people they're like yeah yeah sure or they'll just get on the email list and be like keep the stickers you know Keep the stickers. I offer a free PDF with 20 dating app openers, and bam, all of a sudden, suddenly everybody wants stickers. Everybody wants stickers. <laughs> pro tip, though, pro tip, guys. If you have to do a lot of mailing, go to usastamps.net. And uh, I don't know what kind of scam they got going on, but they have stamps at a discount there, right? For real, like you can get rolls of stamps for like up to 50% off the cost of, of stamps if you go through the uh, the postal service. And um, this isn't an ad either, right? This is just, I'm just passing this little secret on. I found this website and I'm like, why are these, why are these, why are they not charging the prices that, they sh they should be charging this. There's something fishy to this, right? I think it's like <laughs> I don't know if it's like a counterfeit printing press or something out out of China. But anyway, check that out. I got a, I got all my stamps through them. Way way cheaper. It's allowing me to actually send out these these uh, stickers and stuff uh, as a uh, free of charge to you guys, right? I'm not charging you guys anything for postage. I'm just sending you guys stickers. You guys also get this one. Thanks. There's this red pill one too, red pilled. Chicks love this. You know, if you got this on your car, chicks love to know that you're red. <laughs> chicks love being red pilled and, and, and they love having guys talk to them about game. They love it. They, that's not true. That's not true at all. We could talk. That's for another episode. Anyway, we're, uh, we're not talking about stickers today. We're talking about passive aggressive behavior today. You know, and not to throw anyone in particular under the bus because I'm guilty of this myself, right? Of, of of this type of stuff in the past, but and, and this is because after all, my my dad, my dad is the king of passive aggressiveness, and my mom is the queen of the guilt trip. And we tend to uh, learn communication styles from our parents, and we also learn how to navigate relationships from our parents, right? And I'm not saying this guy did that, all right, but uh, but I certainly did. I certainly learned, you know, 
communication from my parents and I learned how to handle relationship from my parents. And it's, it's toxic. <laughs> my, my parents are still together. You know, they're, they're coming up on their 50th wedding anniversary. They hate each other. They hate each other. Right. Anyway, one of my, so my, so one of my Patreon clients was, was trying to reattract an ex to spin her as a plate. And in his interactions with her, he would often act passive aggressively. Right. And it finally got to a boiling point where he, he reached out to me about it. Right. About what was going on. Like, well, we're not past the eight minute mark, so I can't say what one of the things he said. I'll try to remember after we get past eight minutes. But, um, oh yeah, no, I have it here. We we have to say this. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't get demonetized, guys. Send super chats today. I might get demonetized for saying this. Okay, this is before the eight minute mark. But one of the things he would jokingly say to her, because like I said, they were sort of like on the way, uh, uh, or they're sort of broken up, but he was still trying to reattract her to spin her as a plate. So one of the things he would jokingly say to her was, well, when you stop hating my dick, maybe we can do X, Y, and Z. Maybe when you stop, stop hating my dick, right? And I, I don't recommend trying to get back with an X at all, but if that's what you want to do, saying something like that is just not the play. It's just, it's just not the play guys. And so I told him what to do, you know, keep calm. Don't get in your feels. Don't deer use clear, assertive communication, act indifferent, you know, shit tests and agree and amplify and all that kind of stuff. Well, all that went in one ear and out the other in the moment, because he let himself get in his feels, right? He let himself get emotional about the situation in the moment. Right. And, uh, she it got to a boiling point where she eventually just said that she would come over and get her stuff, right? And so then when she came over, he got all mopey, made some passive aggressive comments, and it got to a point where she felt so uncomfortable that she was really close to calling the cops, right? That's how uncomfortable he made her feel with his passive aggressive behavior. Uh, now, on a side note, all right. If you really want to get back together with an ex, I did a stream a few weeks ago. There's essentially seven principles that you want to follow with that. Okay. Now you can go back and check. You can also go back and check out Monday's episode because my friend Benny, who uh, is now specializing in getting your ex back, he, he works with, uh, he's, he's a breakup coach now. He stopped doing date coaching. Um, so you can go check out that episode. Like if that's what you're, if that's what you're about, <laughs> Don't recommend it though, right? Like what what is uh what was the iron rule of Tomasi number seven say that it's always time and effort better spent uh going after new prospects than getting back together with an ex, something like that. It's just not a good idea. I don't recommend it, but some that's what a lot of guys that end up in the space because they're trying to get an ex back. Um, but that's not the play. Being passive aggressive and uh kind of you're kind of being a dick, and chicks don't want to be like be with that we're going to get into why chicks don't like uh, passive aggressive behavior mainly because it's just it's childish but we'll get into we'll get into it today but before we do let's do our usual housekeeping uh be sure to like subscribe hit those notifications if you haven't done so already drop a comment in the live actually there's some people in the live right now let's what's going off in here we got nathan hey uh good morning man Got my stickers long before the openers. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, X is a waste of time. Phil just says, okay. Man, Phil, you got to wake up, man. I need I need some energy from you, Phil. I need some energy from you in the morning. 
Uh, let's see here. Lover Cups podcast says, yeah, but why? You're talking about getting back together with an ex? Yeah, but why? I agree. I agree. Oh, Nathan sent a super chat. Nathan says super chat. Uh, thank you because yeah, I'm already demonetized. I I already demonetized because I had to say like, you know, the dick word and the shit word. So why not just let's double down on it. Here we go. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Yeah, this guy fucks. $5. Helping a brother out. I appreciate that, man. Guys, send super chats today. I'm totally <laughs> going to be demonetized because I, I didn't wait eight minutes to, to say the naughty words. Oh, hey, my girlfriend's in the chat. Hey, good morning, nurse chick. All right. All right, guys. Uh, so let's continue with this. I, I got off track here. Got off track here. Y'all, y'all, y'all get me distracted. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. <clears throat> uh, send super chats. I already said that get on the email list. So I was talking about this earlier, right? I'm sending out all these stickers to people, right? So get on the email list. I'll send you stickers, but I'm also offering a, a, a free PDF. You download it immediately after signing up. It's got 20 dating app openers. These, these openers are designed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words, right? Because women are looking at the dating app in preview mode. So if you just open with hey or, or a wave emoji or whatever, like 99% of the time, she's not going to reply to you because she's got, you know, 200 other options that she's going through and she's filtering out her options. She's not trying to make a connection with everybody like, like men are. Men are trying to make a connection with everybody they meet on a dating app. Women are filtering out their options. And one of the ways they do that is by seeing how clever you are, right? They have that. If, if you had this, the abundance that women did, you would do the same thing. A lot of guys get mad at girls because on Bumble, like they suck at opening, right? What, what, those, what women are doing on Bumble typically are just handing you the ball so that you can run with it. All right. But, uh, but yeah, women suck at openers like worse than guys do, but yeah, a lot of guys are just lazy about it. They just go, Hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's up? What's up? Beautiful. Right. And, uh, that kind of stuff gets lost in the sauce. But if you say something that catch captures her attention, what she'll do is she'll go and look at your pictures. So if your picture sucks, she's not going to talk to you. You look at your pictures, look at your bio. If your bio is negative, if it's too long, if it's, you know, it has all sorts of other stuff, less is more with a bio. Right. So if she looks, she's going to look at your pictures. Pictures are good. She's going to look at your bio. Then she's going to say, okay, I'm going to talk to this guy. He seems cool. Right. So the first step is having a clever opener. Get the PDF list.comeonmanpod.com. Links in the description for that as well. And I'll also mail you some free stickers free of charge. And check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. There's only a few days left of getting the course for 25% off on, um, if you join the Patreon. So get on the Patreon now, get the coupon code 25% off. You can also follow me on Twitter because I just signed up for this tool called, called Hype Fury. Hype Fury. I'm trying to build up my Twitter account. I really want to build up. Well, I guess it's called X now, right? X. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm trying to, I really want to build up my Twitter account. And um, I'm using this tool called Hype Fury. And one of the things that it has is this integration with Gumroad where I have my course and I can do, I can do flash sales with that tool, like uh, like just one day, just be like, bam, twenty four hour sale. I, I ran one on Sunday, and it was just like fifty uh, percent off if you if you do it now or something like that. And it, and then like every hour, it's like, you know, you've got four hour four hours left, you know, three hours left, two hours left, or whatever, and uh, and then it's gone. 
right? It's it's easy for me to do. So either get on the Patreon now and get the coupon code now, or follow me on Twitter and and hopefully I, I put one of those out. You know, you'll you'll never know. You'll never know. Speaking of the Patreon, patreon.com slash come on man pod.com. You can join for as little as 10 bucks. You get access to uh, my group telegram, my, my private uh, telegram group, right? Where there's other like-minded guys where you could go in there and swap notes with them. If you want, you could bounce ideas off their, their mind or just talk about whatever, right? I, I have, I'm very loose on what you could do in there. We're a little more strict in the, the, uh, the, the 3% brotherhood group. But uh, because you're paying for this group, like I, I'm not, I don't have so many restrictions on there. Just don't be a dick, right? That's that's all I ask, right? But it's a good, it's a good group of dudes. You can talk about whatever in there. And then we also have a monthly happy hour hangout now, where we actually get together on a on a, a streamyard chat. It's not recorded, and we all just get together and have drinks, talk about guy stuff. A lot of guys don't have that kind of outlet. A lot of guys are in a relationship and they think their girl's their best friend and they bring their girl all their problems. And then their girls like, you know, girls don't mind it at first, but when you constantly come and vent to her and then you're never solving your own problems, like she just starts thinking of you like you're a woman, like that's what women do. And then she'll lose attraction over time. Like women want to know that you have your, your, your shit handled. Right. And so I often say, don't bring your problems to your girlfriend or your wife. Bring it to the boys. This is your opportunity. It's only 10 bucks a month. Think of it like, you know, cover charge to your favorite bar. Think of it like, you know, skipping Starbucks, you know, maybe twice a month to hang out with the boys. Right. It's a it's good investment. And then if you want one on one coaching, you can get on tier two of the Patreon. <clears throat> there's, a, there's two spots available for that. Tier three is full. Um, eventually you guys are going to want to do this though, right? If you've been thinking about doing it, you're going to want to do this because I'm going to be, uh, getting rid of the Patreon, right? Um, and the guys that are in there, you guys are fine. Uh, you guys are pretty much grandfathered in, but if you're not on it now, get on it now, because I'm going to be moving everything to Gumroad. And when I do, I'm going to be increasing my prices because I'm not charging enough. <laughs> I'm not charging enough for this stuff. So um, anyway, I'll play a commercial for the the Patreon, the, the monthly happy hour hangout, and then we'll we'll get into the topic at hand today, which is passive aggressiveness. Are you tired of holding back your thoughts and opinions? Ready to let loose with like-minded men? Introducing the ultimate monthly video-based happy hour for men. Join us for an exclusive unfiltered experience where you can talk about women, cars, movies, and anything else on your mind. Best of all, it's not recorded and there's no censorship. You can freely speak your mind without any worries. All you have to do is join my Patreon at tier number one, and you'll gain access to this one-of-a-kind gathering. Visit patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. That's patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. Or click the link in the description. It's like the good old days when men would get together and talk about man stuff without being bothered by women. Sometimes guys just need a good group of men to hang out with. It's good for our mental health. Don't miss out on the camaraderie and conversation. Join us today and let your voice be heard. Visit my Patreon page and sign up now. Cheers to freedom of speech and great company. <laughs> All right. Oh, someone's asking uh, my girlfriend if she's an actual nurse or not. And she's she's an actual nurse, guys. She, she's a hospice nurse. She uh, She's a professional hit, hit woman. You know, she's retiring marks uh, pretty much on a daily basis. <laughs> that's what that's what she does for a living. <clears throat> Barbarian says uh, a nurse chick is better than being a plumber chick or a construction worker chick. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Could you imagine dating a construction working woman like you're 
she probably, I, I would imagine a, a girl like that would be pretty burly, you know, pretty burly, <laughs> very, very manly, like a lumberjack. Right. Anyway. All right. Let's talk about passive aggressive behavior, guys, and why you want to ditch that for more assertive communication. So some people think of assertive communication as being aggressive and rude, right? And that's not the case at all. Okay. Assertive communication is being clear about your intentions and effectively communicating it. All right. And you can do this calmly without, without being rude about things, right? Like when, when people think that you're being aggressive and rude, you're, that's actually aggressive communication, right? So there's like aggressive, there's, there's passive, there's passive aggressive, and then there's assertive, right? Assertive is where you want to be. That's like the sweet spot, right? That's the sweet spot. <clears throat> An excellent book on boundaries in assertive communication that I've talked about before is When I Say No, I Feel Guilty by Man Manuel J. Smith. Um, and I recently did a, a stream about your assertive bill of rights from that book. So sometime after this, go, go back and check out that episode. It's, it's really important, right? Another great book on this subject is No More Mr. Nice Guy by Dr. Robert Glover. Um, one of the many things that book teaches is that passive aggressive behavior involves indirectly expressing negative feelings, resentment, or anger instead of addressing the issue at hand. And it can include behavior such as sarcasm, giving the silent treatment, or making veiled negative remarks, right? Does, does any of that sound familiar? Does any of that sound familiar? Have, have any of you done that? Like, I know I have in the past, right? So I'm, I'm going to raise my hand. I've, I've, I've done that, okay? It's, it's, easy to, it's easy to do if it's a part of your default programming from growing up. And that's totally how my dad communicates with people. Not just my mom, like everybody. My dad's super passive aggressive, <laughs> right? Totally learned that from my dad. Another book I started reading this week, I tweeted out about it because I always tweet about the books I'm reading, right? And I started listening to Boundaries, the book Boundaries. And I got about two chapters in. I'm like, ah, I'm not listening to this. It's, if, you, if you listen to Boundaries, man, it's a lot like, oh, what's a, what's a, what's a book? I would say like total money makeover, right? Where it's, it's very churchy. Everything's uh, about, you know, being a good Christian. And uh, I was like, ah, this isn't the book for me. And I, I'd already listened to when I say no, I feel guilty, which is a hundred percent about dealing with boundaries, right? Uh, boundaries in assertive communication. So I was like, I don't need to read this book. Like when I say no, I feel guilty is, that's a solid book. I don't need to read boundaries. So I skipped that, decided to uh, do a second pass of The Rational Mail. I've only ever read the, the original Rational Mail once. So going back and listening to that now. <clears throat> oh, you, uh, you worked with a plumber whose side gig was an esthetician. Interesting. Man, those estheticians, those, those chicks are... are... <laughs> but you know what they say, crazy... Crazy in the head, crazy in bed. You know what I mean? Anyway. Okay, so <clears throat> back to assertive communication or uh, passive aggressive communication. So maybe maybe your girlfriend does this, right? Or an ex did this. That's pretty common because a lot of women are extremely passive aggressive, which is why it's very unattractive when a man does it because you're essentially acting like a woman and women don't typically want to date other women, right? except the lesbians. Shout out to the lesbians out there. <laughs> so Dr. Glover 
he advocates for open communication and setting clear boundaries in relationships, right? So by doing so, men can break free from the pattern of being passive aggressive and build more genuine and fulfilling connections with others. All right. <clears throat> now we talked about not communicating sometimes when your woman's being a bitch, right? We did that on, on Friday last week. Um, even that, even just, you know, removing your time and attention, right. As a, as sort of a consequence to her shitty behavior, just being like, you know what? I'm leaving. Have a good day. Right. Even that is better than being passive aggressive because you're showing her your strength by enforcing a consequence on her due to her crappy behavior. You're, you're just removing your time and attention, right? <laughs> you're removing your time and attention. If she's acting crappy and you react equally crappy by being passive aggressive, she's just going to keep losing respect for you and will treat you crappier. You see what I'm saying? It's a vicious cycle. When a woman's being shitty to you, it's like, and then you just are shitty back to her. She's going to just keep being shittier to you. You know what I'm saying? There, there's ways to handle this stuff. Okay. Was she cute, Mike? Was she cute? <laughs> They're all cute, aren't they? They're all cute. They're all cute. Till they slash your fucking tires and key your car. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So in, in a post in the old Red Pill subreddit, uh, by a user going as it's Dante's world. He has an article uh, uh, titled beta behaviors and four ways to adopt the alpha mindset. And I'll drop a link to it in the chat here. Okay. Here we go. Oh, and if you guys are on, if you guys are, are watching on, on Facebook right now, here's a, here's a link to the YouTube video. Head on over to head on over here, smash that like button then, and then head on over to the YouTube channel. Kind of want everybody over here on YouTube. <clears throat> if you're watching on Instagram, head on over to YouTube. It's a much better experience. Okay. So there's this article here, right? Uh, called beta behaviors and four ways to adopt the alpha mindset. And in that post, he has a section titled, uh, indecisive idiots and passive pansies. And he says the mindset of a beta male is to delegate their own decision-making process to an external source, whether it be the alpha male around them or mommy 2.0, AKA the girl they are with. This is because betas are afraid of confrontation, responsibility, and taking on a leadership position. Women hate spineless men. And when you act like a chump and follow the woman's agenda and defer to her to make decisions, she won't respect you or even see you as a potential, a potential sexual partner. In addition to being too indecisive, nice guys also tend to be passive aggressive, right? This is what the episode's about today. Nice guys tend to be passive aggressive. <clears throat> Women are often being passive aggressive themselves. Hold on a second. Yeah, these early mornings, man. All right. Nice guys also tend to be passive aggressive. Women are often being passive aggressive themselves. Thus, they are turned off when that particular trait is exhibited in a man. We already talked about that, right? Women don't want to date other women. So when you're being passive aggressive, you're acting like a woman. Okay. <laughs> so what is passive aggressive? It's being passive until you're, you've been pushed too far, then suddenly turning aggressive. All right. Ever had a woman who expected you to read her mind and they got mad when you got it when you read it wrong? That's that's passive aggressive. 
Okay. Right. Rather than hit the middle ground between passive and aggressive, which is assertive, the jerk will never care about what a woman wants, while the nice guy will constantly give in and do whatever the woman wants. When the woman finds this unattractive and eventually leaves him for a more exciting guy, the nice guy will complain about how he did everything for her. And therein lies the problem. Right? Some good stuff out there on this this old this old red pill stuff. I think that post. No, I don't know when that post was originally posted, but if you look at the link, it'll tell you. So the goal for all this is to stop being passive aggressive and be more assertive. And I mentioned the book when I say no, I feel guilty already, right? Um, I also mentioned that I have a, a live stream on your assertive bill of rights, so definitely go back and check that out. Now. You must read that book, okay? You have to read that book if you want to learn more assertive communication. And check out the stream I did on the Bill of Rights to get that book. And in the meantime, right, before you uh, – in the meantime, between uh, watching that stream and then reading the entire book, check out this article, okay? Back in 2015, the guy going by Blue Pill Professor did a, a decent breakdown of the book in the Married Red Pill, right? So here's a link to that. Uh, let's see here. Oh, is that only going out to Facebook? That is only going out to Facebook. Hold on. Put this in uh, the chat for, for YouTube as well. Barbarian says, book, set boundaries, find peace. Glover, but not no more Mr. Nice Guy Glover, different Glover. Someone in Ryan's Patreon recommended it. It's good. Okay. Set boundaries, find peace. Yeah. I mean, there's just lots of books on on setting boundaries, right? Find one that that resonates with you. When I say no, I feel guilty, just happens to be a uh, a book that's recommended in the married red pill sidebar, right? That one, it's like it, Ryan refers to it as canon. <laughs> right he's like red pill cannon so you got like no more mr nice guy you've got when i say no i feel guilty you got the rational mail like those are like three big he calls them canon books uh athel k's uh the married man sex life primer excellent sort of red pilled book but um that one it, it talks about the, the the male action plan it doesn't it's not really talk about necessarily passive aggressive behavior although i think he touches on it in there um, but yeah, so anyway, there's a, there's a breakdown. I dropped a link there, right? There's a nice breakdown on when I say, no, I feel guilty, but don't be lazy, right? This isn't an equivalent. You, you should really read the book. A lot of guys are fucking lazy, right? You say, Hey, read this book. This book will give you all the information you need. And they'll, they won't, they'll either cherry pick little things out of the book or they'll just watch, you know, YouTube shorts, you know? what i mean like they'll, they'll, they'll catch a couple of clips and th think they got it think they got think they got all the information I'll, I'll tell you what man the clips that i put out for the most part are just clips of this show and there's there's just like little 30 second to one minute sound bites to get you to come watch the full fucking live stream and actually learn something <laughs> you know what i mean you're you're not going to get everything out of my out of my tiktoks and my reels and my shorts you're just not that this is where it's at this is where it's at right so don't be lazy. Actually go and read that book. Now that book, I will say, gets a little uh, repetitive. 
right? Because he, he literally talks about the same things over and over and over in that book, but he's basically beating it into your subconscious mind, right? He's basically just saying just over and over again. One of the tools he teaches you is a tool called broken record. We'll talk about that in a second. But the, basically, he's being a broken record throughout the entire fucking book to tell you how to properly communicate with people assertively, right? So anyway, in this article that I dropped, he says the first step in being assertive is to recognize that no one can manipulate your emotions or your behavior if you do not allow it to happen, right? It's up to you. You have to be aware of it. This is something that I told my client. He has to be more aware of his own thoughts, feelings, and emotions in the moment, in the moment. And that's the only way you can control it, right? You cannot lose control of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. You just can't do it, all right? If you get, if you're losing control of your thoughts, uh, your, your, your emotions, you're going to communicate poorly and it's going to turn women off and they're, you're going to push people away. You're, you're just going to do that. Right. So if you want, if, if that's been your, 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 uh, your MO, your whole life of, of, you know, getting in relationships, falling on bad habits and then pushing women away until they break up with you and then blaming women for it. Like you got to look at yourself in the mirror, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're probably uh, communicating very poorly and you're pushing these women away. All right. The only way you can control that is be aware of it, right? Just constant awareness of your thoughts, feelings, so that when you recognize it, when you, you notice that it's happening, you can stop yourself and change things. You know, you could do that, but you, but you have to be aware of what's going on. A lot of the, most guys are reacting out of emotion They They don't even realize what's going on. You see what I'm saying? And when you get in your emotions and you let your emotions control you, you do some stupid ass shit. Okay. You do some stupid ass shit. That's where like a lot of guys, when a girl breaks up with them, all of a sudden they get these like revenge fantasies and stuff, you know, <laughs> like stop, dude, stop. You're not helping. You're not helping the situation, right? You're up. You're up in your emotions. You're about ready to do something stupid. You're gonna, you're gonna end up in jail. So, some effective assertive communication tools uh, you learn in when I say no, I feel guilty are fogging, right? Fogging. It's uh, fogging is a way to deflect criticism and emotional manipulation by seeming to agree in principle, right, and then expressing your need, want, or desire. So basically. You just, you find whatever someone's saying and you just, you try to find, uh, any kind of truth in it and just agree with it. Right. Just agree with whatever they're saying. It's a lot like agree and amplify, like when you're dealing with a shit test, except for without the amplify, right. It's more like agreeing with indifference, I would say. So like, for example, if your wife or girlfriend says you're being stupid, you indifferently say, yeah, yeah, I could be stupid sometimes right? It's funny when you agree with people, when they're like throwing words at you or throwing accusations at you, if you just agree with people, they, they like, they have nothing, they have nothing. Right. Cause a lot of times, like if you think about, think back to junior high or elementary school, when people are picking on you and they're saying mean things to you, they're only doing it to get a rise out of you, to get a reaction out of you. Right. And if you react and you get mad, like they keep doing it, they do it more, right? That's how bullies operate, right? Bullies operate by doing things more. But if you don't give them, if you don't react to it and you're just like, yeah, yeah, I, I can be stupid sometimes. Like they're, 
they're sort of stuck in their tracks because you don't you don't react the way they expected you to, and they're like, uh, okay, well, I guess we're done here, you know, <laughs> like you don't give them any ammunition, right? Women's ammunition is your emotions, right? Women are are so good at turning your emotions against you, but if you don't react emotionally, they can't do that. You disarm them. Okay. So anyway, fogging is a lot like agree and amplify, but just without the amplify part. Uh, another thing that you learn in the book is broken record, right? So basically, you're just repeating the same thing over and over again like a broken record. Okay. The idea is that other people only have so many no's. Okay. <laughs> they only have so many no's. So let's say you want to take back a defective car part and the auto parts store won't take it back. You simply keep saying, I want my money back. I want my money back. I want my money back. Right. So they might say, uh, we don't do returns here. And so what you'll do is you'll you'll fog and then you'll add the broken record to it. Right. So you'll say, well, I'm sure you think that you can't do that, but I want my money back. Oh, I'm sure that that's your policy, but I want my money back. You know, like you just agree with them. They'll, they'll say, uh, oh, well, you know, the manufacturer won't let us won't let us uh, return items. They won't credit us. Oh, I'm sure they won't credit you, but I bought the part from you. And I want my money back, right? Just keep saying, I want my money back. It's it's uh, it's broken record. But you don't have to be a dick about it. You just keep repeating yourself, <laughs> right? Uh, the, the book talks about a guy who did that at a supermarket. He, he, uh, he went and he wanted to return some items. And they kept giving him the runaround. And he's, uh, it was like, the, I think it was, he had bad meat or something from the butcher at the supermarket. And he's like, and they're like, well, you're going to have to talk to the butcher. And he goes, well, can you call the butcher up here? Because I want my money back, right? Like just, he just kept saying it over and over again. And he was there until they finally just gave in and we're like, yeah, yeah, here's your money back. Right. Uh, so you, you can, that's how, that's how it works. Right. You, uh, you just keep repeating yourself until you sort of get what you want. Right. You get the idea. Um, you also learn about a workable compromise. Okay, a workable compromise. I had to do this yesterday with my son at the orthodontist. Man, they wanted us to come back in the afternoon. We went down there in the morning. We had a we had an appointment to get his braces taken off. Right, big day, big day. Braces taken off. Hey, what's up? Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. So yeah, so went to go take my take my son down to get his braces taken off, and they they didn't tell me. That it was going to be like an all-day event. They were just like, yeah, this is appointment. Bring him down. We'll take his braces off. And Okay. So I set aside like, you know, an hour or so in the morning to drive down there, get his braces off and drive home. Well, we were there for quite a while. They're they're taking molds and stuff because they had to make retainers for him. And then they, they wanted me to come back in the afternoon. And, uh, and I was like, uh, my, my schedule is completely booked. If you guys ever look at my calendar, it's, it's, fucking full, like pretty much all the time. And, and I have to try to make plans like days or, or even weeks sometimes in advance so that I could plan for stuff like that. Right. Well, they never told me I, I was going to have to come back in the afternoon. So of course I had like meetings and all this stuff booked that I couldn't cancel in the afternoon. So I was, I was very assertive about my schedule was full and I couldn't come back. I, I'm like, I can't come back. I was like, can we do it tomorrow? And they were uh, they were very insistent and worried about it because uh, apparently if you get braces taken off, uh, your your teeth start shifting like immediately. So they so you need to get a retainer in there 
uh, relatively quickly to prevent that from happening and like undoing all the work they just did. So they were like, well, he, he, he's got to come back. You can't wait till tomorrow. It's got, he's got to come back. And I go, well, you guys didn't tell me that. And uh, I can't, I have, I have meetings. I'm booked up. Like what time do you guys close? Right. And so anyway, I just kept asserting being assertive about my schedule and how it was full and I couldn't come back. And, um, and so what they ended up doing was they agreed to stay open after their closing time to accommodate me. Right. We found a workable compromise that I was like, okay, I could get down here. Uh, but, but you, you know, you guys are, you guys are closing at this time. I can't get down here until, until that time, you know, they're like, oh, we'll stay open for you then. Okay. That's a workable compromise, right? That works for me. Okay. Um, it's it, it, a workable, a workable compromise is sort of like, it's not exactly what you want, but it will work for you. Right. And there's nothing wrong with accepting a workable compromise if it'll work for you too. Like, okay. Like there's no, there's no sense of just being like a stern jerk about something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if it works for you too, and, 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 and now it can also work for both parties, you can, you can compromise. It's okay. All right. Oh, Barbarian says the core of passive aggressive in LTR is covert contracts. Yeah. When you do, things expecting reciprocity or you do things you don't want for other people you're angry but acting nice yep yeah exactly covert contracts that's all in uh no more mr nice guy dr glover's book by the way which is why i also recommend that book too so anyway yeah so they stayed open workable compromise right finally you also learn about something called self-disclosure and this is basically just giving a bit of personal information with your fogging, right? And it could be something about how you feel about the subject, if you're worried about something, et cetera, right? So Blue Pill Professor gives this example. He says, wife says, why are you at the gym all the time? Here, have a cupcake, right? And he says, you're right. I don't want to lift every, every other day, but I'm done being weak and fatty, so it's necessary, right? <clears throat> so him saying like, you know, I, 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 I'm done being weak and fatty. That's self-disclosure, right? That's, that's where he's coming from. That's he's, he, that's what he's thinking about, about why he's going to the gym. He's self-disclosing, right? So long story short here, man, it's a short episode. There's a lot of this stuff is like, it's very simple, right? There's not that much you need to really draw out of this stuff, right? Stop being a little bitch and effectively communicate what you're about and what you want and what your needs are, okay? Uh, when you're passive-aggressive, you essentially want someone to read your mind and then you get mad when they can't, right? Like Barbarian says, it's a covert contract type thing, right? You're expecting something and then when you don't get it, you're a dick about it. You know what I mean? You're mad about it. Well, you didn't effectively communicate what your needs are, you know? Yeah. 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 The tools are, are great, but if you have covert contracts, you will be passive aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to eliminate the, eliminate those, those, the idea of covert contracts. Although, you know, uh, nurse chick and I, we, we sort of joke about covert contracts, right? So whenever she asks me to do something like the other day, she wanted me to, uh, she, she's, this isn't in her skill sets, not in her wheelhouse, mm -hmm. but she had a, uh, she had a CD that she wanted to share with some people. So she wanted, uh, she, she asked me if, if I knew of a way to copy the CDs, I was like, yeah, I could, I could rip the CDs. We just need to get some, some, 
you know, blank CDs, some CDRs that I could burn them to. She's like, oh, will you do that? And so it's like, I, we joke about covert contracts. I go, I go, yeah, but this is a covert contract because I'm only doing this because I want sex, right? <laughs> I expect sex if I do this. And so I just joke around with her about it. And she's like, oh, oh, that's a done deal, which isn't a covert contract, right? Because I'm expressing, I'm saying, if I do this, I, I get sex. Like, this is what I want. This is, this is, this is payment. That's not a covert contract. Like that's uh, actually expressing your wants and needs and stuff, right? This is what I expect from this arrangement. If I don't, if I don't get this, I'm not burning the CDs. Take it or leave it, lady. Uh, she, she's definitely, she definitely took that deal, guys. Mm. Fist, fist bump. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah. So when you're passive aggressive, you essentially want someone to read your mind, then you get mad when they can't. Have you ever gotten mad at a woman because they want you to read their mind? Have you ever gotten like women are you're like, God, I I'm not a mind reader, Cindy. I'm not a mind reader. <laughs> but women totally expect guys to read their mind all the time. It's because this is like their sort of default behavior. Women are super passive aggressive because they don't want to offend anybody, but they but then they they behind their back they go and you know talk shit about them, right? That's why women like always compliment each other to their face, but like behind their backs, like talk shit about each other. <laughs> like women, women compliment each other and don't mean it, right? It's like men, uh men talk shit about each other, or do we talk shit to each other and we don't mean it? You know, that means we like you. If, if a guy's like if a guy's giving you a razz of shit, it's because he he actually likes you, right? Uh, it, you gotta, you gotta worry if, if someone's being cordial with you all the time, you're just like, wait a second. This is, there's something up here. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> what the fuck's going on? Anyway, it's the same thing, right? It's the same thing. If, a, if, if, uh, you're expecting a woman to read your mind, you are literally acting like a woman, right? And women don't typically want to date other women, right? We've talked about that. Oh, what do you say? Barbarian. I've done the same with a paper contract with signature states exactly what kind of sex. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's not a covert contract. It's just a contract, <laughs> right? This is the agreement here. This is the agreement. All right. That's pretty much all I have for this episode, guys. Uh, man, you guys are quiet today in the chat. Except for Barbarian. Thanks, man. Who else is in the chat right now? There's a bunch of people watching, but you guys are quiet in the chat. Say something. Say something right now. I don't want to, I don't want to close out here at 41 minutes. That's lame. That's lame. Have any of you guys, uh, acted passive aggressively in the past? And this is something you're working on. Is this something that you're, this is the first time you're hearing about it. You've never even, you've never even heard this before. Uh, maybe you're, you're, you are a natural assertive communicator. And then like every girl that you've been with is passive aggressive, right? Oh, Nathan's working. Ah, excuses are like assholes, Nathan. Yeah, covert contracts. Yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> God damn it. I'm not Mel Gibson in that movie. That's right. Yeah. Oh man. That movie. What was it? Uh what what women want? Is that the name of the movie? Right? Where he's walking around and he's like reading women's thoughts and stuff like that. Wouldn't that be the superpower? I used to think, man, that would be fucking awesome. Know exactly what chicks are thinking in the moment. That would be like a total awesome superpower. And then it also wouldn't, right? Like, what if like like every chick that you went up to just hated your guts? You would know, but then again, you would know uh, you know, who to stay away from <laughs> for sure. You know exactly which were the open doors. 
because <clears throat> we always talk about, you know, don't like walk through open doors. Don't bang on closed ones. You would know which ones were, were open because chicks would be all thinking dirty and stuff. And you're like, oh, <laughs> what's up, girl? What's up, girl? Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, I didn't know either. I didn't realize either until I started reading all this stuff. Right. You read No More Mr. Nice Guy. Dude, that will blow your mind. If you guys have not read that book, you have to read that book. You have to read No More Mr. Nice Guy. You'll look at that and go, holy shit, my whole entire life, I've been like this, right? I've been like this my whole entire life. A lot of these books on, on uh, you know, <clears throat> relationships from a red pill perspective, I should say, will really highlight just how you've done everything wrong your whole fucking life, your whole life. A lot of people can't deal with that stuff, right? <clears throat> they can't deal with this stuff because they uh, it's been in our programming so long. We have this ego investment about it. Like this is just, this is how things are supposed to be right. The Disney fairy tale. And when the Disney fairy tale goes up in flames, you're like, you know, like it, it, a lot of guys, you know, self delete because of it. Right. They have such a, an ego investment in the Disney fairy tale. The idea of like the one and all that kind of stuff. That they just can't, they just can't unplug. They can't unplug. But uh, if you can, if you can actually take it and understand it and just learn from it, like it's just a learning experience, right? Just realize it. The hard part is undoing, you know, 20, 30, 40 years of programming. You know, you can't do that. You can't do undo the, all that programming in like a year, right? You can't undo 40 years of programming in like a year or two right? It's constant work. It's constantly you being aware of it, constantly studying this stuff, constantly brushing up at least once a year on some of this stuff. <clears throat> so it stays fresh in your mind so that you're always aware of it. Because when you stop being aware of it, that's when like you start making mistakes. You know what I mean? Uh, I had to learn how to fog. I was so bad at deering. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Dude, deering, it's so hard for guys. I think Deering is it's so hard because if someone starts attacking like anything you say, like you want to you like you want to defend yourself, you want to defend your actions. Well, I did it because of this. I did it because, and it's like that's that's not helping your case, <laughs> especially with women. Like deering is, is not a good way of of going about things. <clears throat> if you guys don't know what deering is, that's also from No More Mister Nice Guy. It's uh, uh defend uh was it defend, explain, uh, excuse and rationalize, right? You, you're trying to make rationalizations about why you're doing something. You're defending why you're doing something. You're trying to explain why you're doing something, right? <clears throat> that's, uh, that's, that's all deering and it's not, it's not a, attractive behavior, right? That's nice guy behavior. It's nice guy behavior. All right. So that's pretty much all that we have this episode, guys. I'm hosting uh, uh, I'm hosting Rule Zero on Saturday. I did this epic motorcycle loop on Sunday. So I drove out to Glenwood Springs and back. The total loop was about 210 miles. And when you're riding on your motorcycle and you have like that much time on your hands, like there's a lot to think about, right? You're, you're just in, sort of lost in your thoughts, right? <clears throat> that's why it's like, it's so good, right? They call it like road therapy or wind therapy. It's so good. 
And I uh, I posted this uh, this purpose update in the three percent uh, brotherhood. I think it was like Friday night or Saturday. Just talking about how like I've been feeling really burnt out lately. You know, I do three of these th three of these streams a week. Um, all these streams require you know me to cut clips from it. I have to work with an editor because he's cutting even more clips. I got to post to social media. I've got to engage on social media so I can grow and all this kind of stuff. And it's, it's like, it's like a full-time job, right? Um, getting ready for these live streams. I have to sit down and write up talking points so that I can clearly, you know, form my thoughts through, through a live stream that takes like 30 minutes to an hour, depending on, on what the topic is, you know? Sometimes it requires research. I got to go and find some of these like old red pill articles and all that kind of stuff, right? So it's a lot of work. All that stuff's work. <clears throat> Plus, I have a day job, so I work through. Uh, I work during the day. I got a lot of you know meetings I got to do, and then in the evening I'm doing all this work, and I'm just like totally burnt out. And um, so I was telling the guys in the group that you know I just I was trying to force myself to relax, try to force myself to relax Friday night, Saturday, and. Um, I think it was Saturday, maybe that, that, that update, that date update or the, not the date update, but the purpose update. Well, Sunday I sat down to write my book, which, um, Friday stream is going to be on what the, the, the chapter I wrote from Sunday, which is on uh, how to handle, how to handle, uh, catfish dates and sat down, was writing out that chapter. And I was like, you know what? I've got an upcoming uh, trip to Sturgis th that I'm going to be doing. If you guys aren't, aren't familiar with Sturgis, it's like, you know, the famous motorcycle rally. It's up near Cleary's Bunker. So I'm actually going to ride my motorcycle out there <clears throat> and I'm going to crash at Cappy's place. And he, uh, Cappy, that jabroni Glenn Lawrence and I, we're all going to Sturgis, right? And uh, so I was like, geez, that's a long ride, right? It's about... If, if, if it's, uh, if I do it nonstop, it's about nine hours. Right. But I'm going to have to make stops and all this kind of stuff. So it's, it's going to probably be like 10 or 10 or 12 hours, I think of total riding to get up there. And I was like, dude, I've never really ridden more than like an hour. Right. And or maybe two hours round trip. And so I was like, I need to go on a, on a long ride. So why don't I run right out to Glenwood? So I rode out there and it's a total loop. I made a full loop of it. It's, it's 210 miles. and <clears throat> oh, and so anyway, I was like, you know what? I should do an episode on why guys should get motorcycles, like why guys should ride. There's a whole chapter in Rich Cooper's book, uh, The Unplugged Alpha, about get a motorcycle, right? And so then I went on the uh, I went on the the Red Pill archive, and I found like other posts from other guys uh, in in the Red Pill forums talking about why you should get a motorcycle, and I was like, this would be a great great uh, topic you know, for Saturday. So that's what we're going to, we're going to be talking about motorcycle Saturday, Thor, Cappy, that jabroni Glenn Lawrence, they all ride. And then I also asked Vince from masculine geek to join us on Saturday and he rides too. So all of us are going to be talking about it. I don't, I don't, I don't think Ryan rides. I don't think Rolo rides. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Troy doesn't ride. And I asked, and John Fitch, I know doesn't ride. He said that he, he, he the only thing he's ever done is ride around on a, basically a scooter when he was uh, in Thailand <laughs> for a while. So I told him, I was like, dude, let's not talk about that. Let's just keep that between us. <laughs> oh yeah. It's hard to be depressed on a bike. It really is. Yeah, it really is. So anyway, we're talking about motorcycle Saturday. Uh, tune into the live stream on Friday. 
I'm going to be talking about how to deal with catfish dates. I uh, wrote a little bit about that in my book over the weekend. Uh, and so I got to that section. Um, so we'll go over my thoughts on that. Should be fun. Same time, 10 a.m. Eastern time right here on YouTube. Other than that, uh, let's see here. No more super chats. You know what, guys? You guys send the super chats because I I'm, I know this episode is going to be demonetized. Uh Troy has the gear, but rather walks to do the day game. Yeah, it's hard to do day game on a motorcycle. <laughs> All right, guys. If you guys haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Be sure to subscribe because I usually turn on subscriber-only mode for the comments for the live. So if you want to sound off in the live, uh, so subscribe so you can sound off in the comments. Otherwise, like you'll have to you'll have to send me a super chat. You'll have to send me a super chat if you're not subscribed. Um, get a, uh, check out the, uh, check out my social media. The links are in the description for that. I'm going to have to change this logo now because it's not Twitter anymore. It's, it's called X now. Uh, send super chats when you tune into these that supports the show. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I'll send you some free stickers, right? And you also get, uh, my, my PDF of 20 dating app openers. That's guaranteed to get a woman's attention. In the first seven words. If you like these sticker designs though, they're also available as merch, right? Get a red pilled hat at merch.comeonmanpod.com. I also have rule zero stuff. Oh, and speaking of stickers, I ordered some, uh, rule zero stickers too. So if you wait a couple of weeks to sign up for the email list, if you really want the rule zero stickers, wait and, uh, and then sign up for the list when I announce that those are available. Check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. And you can get that for 25% off when you join the Patreon, patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. Uh, and then you could join us for our happy hour hangouts. Brother Nathan here in the chat, brother Nathan. Yeah. He's a, he's a Patreon member. He's showed up for the last two happy hour hangouts. He'll tell you all about it. We actually have a good time. Uh, the last one was about an hour and a half. We had a, we had a pretty good turnout. We talked about all sorts of guy stuff in that. It's just a, it's a good outlet for guys, like-minded guys to get together, talk about guy stuff, right? Most guys don't have that available to them. Um, all right, guys, that's all I have. We will see you guys on, uh, on Friday. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now, go out and get it.